What has God been teaching you this year? You and your local group. Hello, it's Malcolm here, and welcome to a two-part series called Search Me and Lead Me. These are classes for the Thames Valley Churches of Christ in December 2023 to help us personally and in our groups to think about the ways that God has been at work, to celebrate that, to rejoice over it, and to reflect and then prepare for next year, renewing ourselves personally and as groups for God to do his work in us in the year ahead. So that theme scripture is Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24, and it reads, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Search me and lead me. Not search me and let me stay introspective, but search me and lead me. And not just let's go forward without thinking about the past, but search me and lead me. And it's only in doing that that we can truly know what God has been doing, pay attention to how he has been helping us grow, and then get better prepared for the faith adventure that he has for all of us in the year ahead. Now we are running up to Christmas, and as the year draws to a close, I think it's the perfect time to conduct a spiritual review of the last 12 months. Because reflecting on our personal and congregational spiritual journey, can it can deepen our relationship with God. It can provide some valuable insight. It can help us to discern the will of the Spirit for the future. In this class today, we'll explore two ideas for conducting a spiritual review that will help you, I hope, and your local group to grow, to grow in Christ, which is the point in the end, isn't it? Now, before we dig into these uh, areas, we might take a moment to consider if this kind of reflection has spiritual justification. I, I do believe it does. For example, if you think about this, so many of Paul's letters are tools of the Spirit to help the congregations he's writing to, to reflect on their spirituality, on what God has been teaching them and their direction for the future. And we see the same thing in the sermons to the churches in Revelation chapters 2 and 3. God helping a congregation to reflect and then prepare for their future. For example, going back to Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, a passage we looked at earlier uh, back in January or February, he says this in beginning in verse uh, 12 to the Thessalonians, We ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you, who admonish you, hold them in the highest regard, uh, in love because of their work, live in peace with each other, we urge you, warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, be patient with everyone, make sure nobody pays back wrong for wrong, always strive to do what is good for each other and everyone else, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, this is God's will for you. Now we're not going to go into all the issues there mentioned by Paul, but we can see that Paul is asking the Thessalonians to reflect on their attitude towards leaders and the weak. Uh, to reflect on their response when people harm them, and to reflect on the levels of gra their gratitude towards God. So it's with that kind of idea in mind that we're going to go on to examine two specific areas for review. The first is to embrace gratitude. To embrace gratitude. To count our blessings and our lessons. Now, gratitude is one of those powerful spiritual practices that can transform 
your outlook on life. And indeed a group, a group that's characterized by gratitude would be a wonderful group to be part of. And in chapter 5 verse uh, 18 we were just looking at, we're reminded to give thanks in all circumstances. That's what he says. Give thanks in all circumstances, verse 18, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's a command as well as something that we're grateful that we are able to do. Think about David, uh, King David in the Psalms. He expresses gratitude for God's blessings, even when he's in the middle of some of his toughest challenges. Take, for example, 100 and, Psalm 103, verse 2 to 5. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, heals all your diseases, redeems your life from the pit, crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good as long as you live, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So what should we do in our local groups? Well, why not take some time to discuss and then write down all the ways you've seen God's hand at work in your local group over the last 12 months. Uh, you could do that for yourself as well, but do it with your group. Spend some time in prayer thanking God for all he has done, for his support and his loving presence through all the ups and downs. The reason it's valuable to do this as a group is because some of you will remember some things that God has done and others will remember others. And as you talk about them, it'll spark other memories. Oh, that's right. Now you say that. I remember God did this. Some examples relevant to me this year would be the arrival of our granddaughter, of course. Also the arrival of TJ and Sonia Masalanami in the Thames Valley Churches of Christ to, uh, to assist us to be part of the team on staff. And for example, in the Watford Church, a young man called Nana came along, found us on Google, was looking for a church like ours, came along, studied the Bible and was baptized into Christ this year. I, I mean, when we start writing things down over a 12-month period, it's amazing how much we find that we can thank God for. Again, doing it in the group will help. Another technique I sometimes use is to look back through my photo album my, uh, my, on my computer. I just look at the photos. I go to January and I look at the photographs and then February and March. And that also reminds me of some of the things that God has been doing. So firstly, take some time to write some things down and be uh, that you're grateful for and then give God some praise for those things. And secondly... The second part here is to do some honest self-reflection. Again, yourself and your group. To acknowledge failures and to seek forgiveness where necessary and to recognize that these are areas to develop further in the year ahead. Some honest self-reflection is a crucial aspect of any spiritual review. Uh, in Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24, David prays this this key verse here, which is the theme for our series, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there is any grievous way in me. I love the way one of the translations puts it, a grievous way, and lead me in the way everlasting. David has faith that he can move forward, but first of all, he has to deal with what's in his heart, and he needs God's help for that. God knows my heart and my mind and yours better than we do. But as we reflect on our year with his help and one another in our local groups, surely we're going to see ways in which we, uh, perhaps things to repent of, things to acknowledge, that it would be good to see change. 
So one way to conduct an evaluation for yourself and your group is to discuss three crucial aspects of the Christian life. This is one technique you could use. There are plenty of others. So, for example, how about doing an evaluation on the basis of faith, hope and love? And those three key qualities are mentioned several times in the New Testament. Uh, all three of them show up together in three passages of the New Testament. For example, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3, and chapter 5, verse uh, 8. Faith, hope, and love abide. These three, and the greatest of these is love. Uh, remember, remembering before our God and Father your work produced by faith and your labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Or, since you belong to the day, uh, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love and for the helmet, the hope of salvation. Might want to review those passages. So you could discuss each of those by asking a question in your group, something like, how is our faith today? How is it compared to 12 months ago? How has our faith grown? What's the quality of our faith right now? You could put the, in there, instead of the word faith, you could put the word loyalty, loyalty to God. How is our loyalty to God right now? How has it been this year? Or maybe trust. How is our trust in God? There are different ways to think about the word faith. Loyalty, trust, faith. How's that? And secondly, hope. How is our hope in Christ? Are we having placing our hope in other things uh, in this world? our own desires, our own wishes, or is our hope in Christ? How is our hope? Do we have hope in Christ? Do we really trust him and know that he has our best interests at heart and is taking us to a good place? And then in the area of love, how is our love? How is our love in this group? Our love for God, first, of course, then our love for one another. Are we growing in depth of love? First Peter talks about now that we love each other sincerely, love each other deeply. Are we loving deeper, deeply or say more deeply than 12 months ago? And then the area of the vulnerable and the lost, those who really need our help, either uh, spiritually in terms of helping them to find God or in other ways to support them when they're going through a tough time. The vulnerable, the poor, the needy, the lost, God, one another, How's our love? So you might want to look at it in those three areas, faith, hope, and love. Well, we'll talk about the future more next time. But after embracing gratitude and doing some honest self-reflection, we're going to be in a good place to set some spiritual areas for focus for the year ahead. Without doing that, I'm not sure we're on a, on a strong foundation. Think about the Apostle Paul, just to wrap up here. He had a consistent spiritual growth spirit about him. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, he says, Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. And in context, that's all about spiritual growth, not about achievements of ambition on the, in this world. It's about spiritually becoming more like Christ. His desire was, to, was for greater and greater Christ-likeness as the years went by. Again, we'll explore this further in the following class. But for now, why not pray about what God is revealing for you and your local group? Talk about it together. Give thanks to God. Do some honest self-reflection. And let's prepare ourselves for the next class and the year to come.
I hope you find this helpful. If you do, please pass it on to somebody that might benefit from it. If you have any questions, send me an email, malcolm at malcolmcox.org. And if you'd like my newsletter, sign up for sign up for that at the website. Until the next time, I hope and pray that you will find, that you genuinely, genuinely will find that as God, as you allow and call on God to search you and reveal things, that then you'll find him leading you into a wonderful spiritual future. Till the next time, take care and God bless. <laughs>